Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey Harris, the CEO and founder of Uncommonly More. Uncommonly More is a contract marketing department for female-owned brands ready to build a bigger impact. Our team supports leaders who want to market with integrity and share their message their way. With a focus on people first, the team supports clients by building strategies that support growth. Essentially, we do Uncommonly More. And here at the show, we're talking about podcasting and content marketing and digital marketing strategies and social media marketing and all sorts of other things you need to know now to make a bigger impact with your business, either on your own or with the support of a team. I think we should just get into it now though. So let's get started. Hello, love. Welcome to episode 485. And coincidentally, our last episode of Q2 2020. I feel like this means we are officially at the halfway mark of the year. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to rally for a big, big second half. (laughs) And so what I want to talk about today is three things I want you to know about your marketing. I want you to be thinking about as you approach your marketing in Q3. Next week, just so you know, I want you to mark your calendar right now. Next week, we're going to do a mid-year review. We're going to talk about the things we're measuring, the things I learned in the first half of this year, some of the actions and changes I'm making for the second half of the year, and probably mostly a lot of the things I'm not changing for the second half of the year, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about today. So stay tuned for that. That'll come out the first episode of July, so 486, the very next episode in your feed, should you be listening to this in the future. Of course, I mean, since I'm recording this in the present, technically everyone's listening to this in the future. I feel like this is a real like rabbit hole we could go down that I'm not going to because then you'll think I'm crazy. And we're just going to keep it here while you still think I'm, you know, just adorable. All right, let's dig in. I want to cover this one pretty quickly because this is one of those episodes where I want you to really think about the things that you're going to take action on in each of these pieces, and I want you to run with them. I want you to take massive actions. We're going to keep this short and sweet. Number one, and I want to lead with this one because we're seeing a ton of this right now. I want you to stay the expert in your field and not someone else's. And the reason I bring this up is because two things. When COVID-19 hit, we saw a lot of people talking about pivots and shifting your business and really just panicking and making all sorts of changes that were not necessarily helpful to their bottom line or to the growth of their business. And in a lot of cases, I think just confused their audiences. And so we don't want to do that. But also following that, when we saw the Black Lives Matter movement really kick into high gear and We saw a lot of entrepreneurs really shifting their message to be talking about diversity and equity and inclusion. I think we saw a lot of people, and I think we're still seeing a lot of people, who are deciding that it's their job now to be DEI consultants when they have no actual expertise and or business being DEI consultants, either because they straight up don't know enough about what they're talking about yet. In some cases, I think we're seeing, and this is absolutely my opinion, so take it as it is, we're seeing some allies sort of overstep into here, let me teach you when they still have a lot of learning to do. And so again, we're seeing this shift. We're seeing a lot of coaches who are wanting to now train 
their clients in a lot of these DEI things and pieces, and they don't actually have the expertise to do that or the background to do that. And so the major thing I want you to be looking at in your marketing is staying in your lane. And the the sort of final piece to that puzzle and the final reason this is important is because we're specifically talking about your marketing in Q3. And where I'm seeing people make these shifts and these pivots and trying to teach in these spaces that are not their expertises is actually in their marketing, but they haven't actually changed or shifted their back-end services or how they work with clients. And so we're seeing people who are building audiences and teaching in their content, and it has no actual connection to what they sell. So in some cases, you're ending up putting people in services that aren't what they need because they showed up for something else. Or we're seeing people just, again, confuse, 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 confuse their audience. And here's the deal. Confused mind says no. A confused mind will always say no. And at the extreme of that, a confused mind will shut down and just opt out. So they may not even say no, they may just disappear. And I see this a lot when early in my business, when I would have sales calls and people would just sort of fall off the planet, which happens very rarely now. If a client is not a yes after a sales call, they tell me no, and here's why. Services weren't a fit. Most frequently for us, that service is not a fit is... Um, budget, or I don't want a strategy first. I just want you to schedule my social. That's not how my agency works. So we're not a fit. And so we get told no for one of those two reasons, or it's yes, but meaning yes, but not now touch base with me in. And they'll, they're literally telling me when to follow up with them. Usually the follow-up closes the business. And so earlier in my business, when I had a lot of people fall off and when this stopped happening, I was like, well, I wonder what shifted so that I I made sure I kept doing it. And what I realized is I left the people who sort of just disappeared, went radio silent, were confused. They just opted out. They didn't even have the clarity to know to say no. And so we don't want that. And when we have disconnected marketing from our delivery, because we're talking and teaching in a place that is not actually our expertise or our service, we confuse and our audience will opt out. They'll just disappear. And so in a lot of cases, you'll think you have this audience that you no longer really have. And so I want you to be really paying attention to your messaging, that it's connected to your expertise and what you teach and how you serve and how you show up. Because... We don't want to confuse the audience. Now, this doesn't mean you can't share things that are important to you. For example, I am not a DEI consultant. I am not an anti-racism teacher. I am not an anti-bias teacher. I am absolutely a DEI student, an anti-racism student, and an anti-bias student. So frequently, you guys see over on my personal Instagram, Nee Stacey Harris, and even a little on Uncommonly More, you'll see us share resources from the people we're learning from. You will see us share and me share the people I follow, the people who I'm buying from, because I don't need to show you my expertise because this isn't what I teach. How I can serve you with that information is by showing you who I'm learning from so that you can pay and invest with the people who are experts in this space, who can 
deliver actual information and expertise and results. And that's true of DEI. And I bring that up now because I think there's a lot of danger in false expertise in this space. I think it does a a lot, a lot of harm. And so if that's something you're doing, please stop. I'm going to assume it's not ill-intentioned, but this is true in any space. You know, we see it a lot in marketing. We see businesses and marketing coaches who have never actually owned a business or done any marketing. And it's like, eh, you took a course. Are you really ready to teach this? So stay in your expertise. I know, I know, I know it's attractive. And I've seen it early in my business. There were lots of things. I definitely went down the road like, well, maybe I should be a business coach. And because I was like, well, I've been doing this a couple of years. No, I've been doing this nine years that I still will not be a business coach because I don't know enough. I know a lot about my business. I'm not going to tell you how to run yours. And so again, be really cautious. I know that when things change, it can feel like we need to or we have to respond by changing, but we got to stay in it. And that really brings us to number two, which is that consistency matters. I want you to remember this is a long game and that massive shifts are not required. This is something that I'm so, so grateful about being in my mastermind this year. I'm in Tara Newman's Bold Leadership Mastermind. I was part of it last year. I'm part of it again this year. And the conversations we've been having so much this year are around how we're not pivoting, how we're not changing, because the women in that group, and this is something I so deeply believe, and it's something I want you to really take to heart, are building long-term businesses, are building businesses that are going to be around not for 18 to 24 months and then be revolutionized with some new product and then we'll sell that. No, we're building businesses that are built to last decades. And so that means the things that are happening now, however important they feel right now, 10 years from now, will feel like a blip. Will feel like a crazy story we told that in some cases, I hope started a revolution. And in other cases, you remember that time we stayed in our houses for four months? (laughs) you know, or six months or eight months. As I record this, I don't know. But (laughs) back from my point, I want us to be really clear that because in the moment this feels massive, it's not a reason to massively overhaul your business. Consistency is more critical than ever. And I don't mean consistency in like making sure you get a daily Instagram post. I mean consistency in your messaging. I mean consistency in how you're showing up with your clients. I mean consistency in the content and the quality of that content that you're serving. I mean consistency in reviewing your SOPs and your systems and your team and talking about your goals and working with your mentors. I mean consistency in all the places that keep your business afloat. I know for me, The consistency pieces that I'm paying attention to as I go into Q3, specifically for my marketing, are my podcast schedule, my outbound promotions, meaning pitching other podcasts, pitching guest posts, interviews, Instagram takeovers, whatever the case may be to get in front of new audiences. Those are my two things that I'm committing in Q3 to be consistent with in my marketing. Doesn't mean I'm going to do stories every day. Doesn't mean I'm going to do a Facebook Live every day. I probably won't do either of those things in Q3. I may do an Instagram Live here and there, or Facebook Live rather, here and there. I will definitely do some Instagram stories, but I'm not worried about doing them every day because I'm choosing the two things where I know they'll get results 
And so I'm being consistent in those places. And that really brings us to number three. I told you this was going to be a quick one, guys. I want you to focus that consistency on the things that get you the most results and stop trying to do it all. I think if we've learned anything in this year, and again, I suspect we'll talk a lot about this next week, (laughs) it's that we've got to be taking care of ourselves. We've got to be really making sure that we're factoring in sustainability. And I'll be honest with you, this is me standing right next to you on this one. This is a constant lesson. This is something I talk about a ton with my own coach and my own mastermind and my own community and my friends and my family because I'm terrible at this, like deeply terrible at paying attention to sustainability. I am a how far down can we get the gas pedal (laughs) and for how long can we run until we just run out of gas? And I'm really committing that in my marketing in Q3, I'm only doing what I know works. And for me, I know this show works. I know getting in front of other audiences by providing them value. So blog posts, guesting on podcasts, speaking at online events, Those kind of things, they're worth my time and effort and energy. And so that's where I'm going to be consistent because I'm going to focus on the things that get the most results. If you're not sure what gets the most results for you, let's talk about this next week and the things we're measuring and how we're measuring them. It's also a really good way to use one of those one-hour calls with me, book one of those for us, because you have to be paying attention to what gets you the most results. And that's it. Those are the three things I want you to be paying attention to as you go into Q3. Remember, stay in your lane. Stay in your expertise. We don't want to be confusing your audience, and we don't want to be harming the people who join your audience thinking they're there for something that's not what they should be there for. Number two, consistency matters. Number three, we're being consistent in a really focused way. Consistency does not matter when it's in all the places because that's not sustainable. Again, we're building businesses that'll last a lifetime, even if we don't actually want them for a lifetime. We're building something that could last a lifetime. And that means sustainability is key. And that starts with your marketing because this is the way we end up, again, in that that peaks and valleys, that roller coaster thing that we've all experienced. And I'm, I hate, it's, oh, I'm so glad to be done with it. And I hope I never revisit it because it's awful, but it comes from, that lack of sustainability in your marketing. It comes from trying to be all the places all the time instead of deciding where we're going to be consistently, where we get results, and just working those systems. All right? All right. Again, short and sweet this week. If you have questions, I would love to hear them. Head over to Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever works. If you haven't yet checked out the Launcher Podcast Challenge, it's a great way to get started with a podcast. If a podcast is on your goal list for Q3, to make it happen, baby. Go over to uncommonlymore.com slash launch your podcast, and I will see you next time. I want to take a second and say thank you. Thanks for listening to the show today. This is the start of a conversation. I want to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever. If you're subscribed to the email, hit reply on your email and say, hey, let me know how the show is going to manifest itself in actions and implementation for you, because that's really why I do this. It's just so that you can do things. I'd also love to get more people listening to the show so that we can push out 
the, the negative marketing messages happening in the world and really override it with empowerment and people-first focused marketing so that we can all be seeing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. And the first part of that is, of course, doing the kind of marketing we want to be seeing. The second part of that is helping everybody else do it too. And so share the show. And of course, leave a rating and a review for the show. If you head over to ratethispod.com slash more, M-O-R-E, you will find an easy link to leave a rating and a review on a couple of different platforms, whatever platform you want to share it with. I would appreciate it. Really only takes a minute. Also, if you are interested in getting support from my team, sitting down and chatting with me, head over to uncommonlymore.com. That's where you'll find all the resources we talked about today, full transcript of this show and every show we've done before and all the shows we do coming forward, right? It's a great way to stay connected. It's a great way to find out exactly how we can support you. So your next step, of course, is to head over to uncommonlymore.com and I will see you next week.